Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. And good evening, BDPA family. Welcome to the listening audience. This is BDPA iRadio. This is Tim Bucks. And we will be bringing you another exciting episode of BDPA iRadio. We'll be talking about technology. We'll be talking about business. We'll be talking about the things that interest you. And we will be talking to excellent guests tonight, including Mike Williams, Vice President, National BDPA, Sharnisha Williams, System Specialist with Macy's, and Bridget Baggett, <clears throat> excuse me, Bridget Baggett, Vice President, BDPA Charlotte. Our co-host, myself, Tim Butts, Jayla Cruz, Wayne Hicks, and Ron Story. Our studio engineer is Everaldo Gallimore, and our producer is Fran McNeil. So welcome to the show, and let's get into the first interview with Mike Williams, Vice President, National BDPA. Jayla? Thanks, Tim. Hello, it's Jayla Cruz, and we are going to get started with interviewing Mike Williams, Vice President of National BDPA. So, um, Mike, are you on the line? I am. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. So, first, I want to take a moment to read your bio for our audience. Um, Mike Williams accepted appointment as National BDPA Vice President in January of 2014. He is a global lead head of IT operations for Cigna. As a senior information technology executive, his reputation has been built on developing and leading high-performing IT teams that deliver on the promise of service. As a change agent and strategist, he works with teams to define innovative and pragmatic approaches to business problems while aligning IT strategies with business objectives. He leads teams that consistently attain service delivery excellence, reduce costs, and optimize IT investments and resources. Mike is running unopposed in the upcoming national BDPA election to become the 17th national president in the 40-year history of the organization. Our iRadio show audience will be interested to learn his vision for BDPA as we move into the next level of development. So my first question is, how did you first find out about BDPA and what has kept you involved? Uh, that's an easy one. Uh, I found out about BDPA back in uh, New Jersey when I lived in New Jersey, was born and raised there. I would say it was around maybe 1998 or so, or somewhere around there. I went to Newark at a, I was invited to a BDPA meeting. And I originally joined there, and I went to some meetings, and then I kind of disconnected uh, because of work and, and, and some other things going on personally. And then when I moved to Atlanta, I got reengaged. I went to a meeting, and uh, Teresa Williams 
from the Atlanta chapter, who's currently the uh, Southeast uh, Vice President, uh, Regional Vice President. She was uh, just becoming the president of the uh, Atlanta chapter. And I saw the people in the room, I saw how enthusiastic she was about uh, taking on the leadership role. So I decided to join uh, BDPA again. And then I started going to some meetings and then I just got more engaged uh, as time went on. And then when Felicia Jones took over uh, as the president, uh, I think about four years later, I got involved, I really got involved and helped them with uh, establishing a new strategy. A lot of it was more on from an advisory standpoint. They did a lot of the work. Actually, Sharnisha Williams was pretty much her right hand along with some other folks. They did a lot of work in execution themselves. I served more in an advisory capacity and helping formulate the strategy, but you know, a lot of the execution and you know, really what they what part of what BDPA Atlanta is today is due to uh, that team's work and effort. But uh, again, I just got more involved as the years went on. And then in the conference uh, last year, I was asked to get involved and get more involved in terms at a, at a national level. Uh, so I have. So, you know, I wrote an article a while back. It said, you know, with BDPA, I'm all in. And my uh, my aspiration, I, I really aspire to be like Wayne Hicks. I mean, he, he lives and breathes this thing. And uh, ultimately, um, when it's all said and done, you know, that's probably who I would care to compare myself to today because I really respect what he does and, and really what he does for BDPA and, and the kids as well. Mm-hmm. In terms of your service to BDPA, what accomplishment are you the most proud of? The most proud of? Uh, that that one's hard because, uh, you know, I one of the, the problems I have personally I don't spend a lot of time reflecting on what I did or what I do. It, it's always something else to do. Um, there's a lot of things I think I've worked on with, with a lot of people because I wouldn't say me particularly. I've worked on quite a few things. Uh, one thing I'm excited about this year is our rebranding effort. I'm leading that up, but that takes a lot of people in terms of decision-making input and things like that. So everything we do is a team effort. You know, I'll be the point person uh, leading it, but I think the branding is a big thing, and the reason why I point that out is because it's recent, and it's really a big thing in terms of our organization as a whole. We've been around 40 years. Our goal is to make sure we're around another 40 years. So the rebranding was important as we start rolling that out and gear it up for the conference, uh, but also looking at how we align our, our programs and how we communicate those, and there's going to be some new programs that we're going to talk about as well. So I think those things, because they're recent, but, you know, my involvement in BDPA, again, starts back long before that. I like to do things, and I don't have to be out in front, uh, but I like to see things get done. And, and really, if we look at the team we have uh, at the national board level, you look at Pam from a president standpoint, I don't think I can say you know, what I'm particularly proud of because I think a lot of work has is, is been done by a lot of people. But I think the branding thing is something I, I can't say collectively we all should be proud of because it's very important for BDPA in its future. In regards to the branding of BDPA, what was it like communicating amongst the other team members? What was the conversation like in uh, this new direction that BDPA is going in? Well, I can't say it wasn't easy um, because we sometimes as organizations, and BDPA is no different, a lot of times we get used to what we're used to. And 
a lot of times change is hard for a lot of folks. So the, the approach is really to, to let people see it. So we spent a lot of time uh, packaging the logo. We spent a lot of time um, getting the, uh, the stationery. And we wanted to give people a visual of what this would look like. We didn't just want to show up with a logo and say, you know, this is what we want to go to because you don't get that visual of what it would look like. So, you know, as Pam and I were talking in the background and, and you know, I was putting this stuff together and I was running a lot of stuff by Pam and we were talking and it really came to, we came to the conclusion that we need to actually put this together and walk through a story about, you know, where we've been and where we, where we need to go and why, you know, changing our branding now is the right time. And so we did that and we had a discussion with the board and there was a couple of questions, a couple of concerns. Uh, which, you know, you're always going to expect that. But ultimately, uh, the, the board agreed that we need to move forward with the branding. But it wasn't easy. There was a lot of re reluctant folks in the room. But I think that our approach to saying, here's what, we're, here's what we're doing, here's why we're doing it, and, and why we need to do it now, I think that resonated with a lot of folks. And I think since then, a lot of folks have come around, they understand it, and after they've seen some of the work in terms of our print material, uh, and, and some of the things we put out thus far, I think they really understand it and they see the vision. Tell us more about your vision for BDPA as we move into the next level beyond 40 years. My, my vision for BDPA is, is that we're sustainable. And when I say that is we're able to adapt and adjust to the, the, the changing of times. I think quite candidly, and I said this uh, to the board as well, I think we've stood still for a long time in terms of our programs. If you look at our programs, a lot of our programs have been very effective, uh, and they've been effective for quite a long time. There's no doubt about that, and we've done very well. But on the other hand, we've stood still with the same programs in terms of we, we haven't really innovated or changed, and we've allowed some other newcomers to come into a space where, where quite frankly, I, I think we should own. So. The vision I have is that we, we pay a close attention close attention to our programs. Uh, we pay close attention to what's going on in, in technology and how we leverage that technology within our own organization, some of the things we can do there in terms of mobility and some things like that. But also getting our pulse uh, and understanding the pulse of what's going on in the industry, whether it's cybersecurity, whether it's big data, and then how are we getting around to become or looked upon as leaders? And a lot of what we need to do is go talk about, you know, get out there and talk about the BDPA story. Get out there and also uh, participate in other organizations' forums and, and, and conferences and talk to them about what we're doing, talk to them about where we think technology is going. And I think when we do that, we're looked upon as experts and leaders in the field. We just haven't done a, enough of that. And I think the other thing we need to do is we need a, a face, a daily face of BDPA, and that's in the form of an executive director. Because I think if we have an executive director who's the daily face and the point person who's building relationships with other organizations who's out there speaking on behalf of BDPA and the board and who's out there talking regularly with our, with our sponsors and, 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 and people who fund us, I think that will help from a revenue standpoint I think that would help from a, a, a relationship standpoint, and I think that would help from a program standpoint when you constantly have someone whose full-time job is to focus on those things that matter to our members, to our stakeholders, and to our sponsors. 
What are you most excited about in the upcoming conference in August? I think the better question would be, what am I not excited about? Uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, one, it's the 37th conference for, for BDPA, and, and two, it's the 40th anniversary. A lot of people don't even live to be 40, and, and when you start thinking about the things that have been done, and you think about the very beginning with Earl and, and, and some other folks and, and as they started, and here we are 40 years later, we're, we're still talking about a conference. We're still excited about a conference, and we're still helping young men and women, you know, go to college and help fund some of their, their college uh, tuition. That, that in itself is something to be excited about. But then when we start talking about where we're at a turning point, and that turning point is the new brand, that turning point is our new programs. We're talking about BDPA Connect and how we engage with college students. We're talking about Leadership Next, a program that we're putting together to help our members from a leadership standpoint. And we're not just going to go and talk about leadership, uh, you know, the soft skills of leadership. You know, we want people to be educated on nonprofits. You know, the fact is, when you look at Wayne and what he's doing, you look at BDPA, our board members and our members should know more about nonprofits and how they work because I think you become a better board member when you understand those things and talk about board responsibility. So teach them that. And then the other side is entrepreneurship. So those three components, leadership, soft skills, understanding nonprofits, and then understanding entrepreneurship, that's going to make for better members, but it's also going to prepare the next crop of leaders for BDPA. So I'm very excited about doing that. And then at the same time, how we look at our programs like sites and our HSCC stuff and, and how we're putting all those together to, uh, for, to form STEM, STEM Plus. And we're saying a plus because one of the things that we do is we teach our kids how to code, we teach them how to you know, make programs, but we don't teach them how to price and market what they build. So one of the things I'm excited about the STEM Plus, because the plus in, includes we want to integrate and really uh, add to our technology training for some of our youth, the financial literacy and then also entrepreneurship training. And I think that's important because a lot of folks in the affluent neighborhoods, that's what their kids learn. So we got to not only tell kids, hey, you know, go to school, get a good education, and go get a job, but the alternative is go to school, get a good education, but also you have an alternative where you may want to look at going to work for yourself. So I'm excited about where we're going in terms of the possibilities of our programs, and then constantly looking at what's next. What's next from a program standpoint, What's next from future leaders of BDPA? And who's the next great entrepreneur that we that can potentially be a BDPA member? So there's a lot of things to be excited about. And don't, don't even talk about the speakers in terms of who our speakers are and who the speakers that we're working on at the conference. We got some new logos in terms of sponsorships uh, this year. I mean, there's just a lot to be excited about. And when we start talking about the workshops in terms of the evolution of IT and some of our focus, based on cybersecurity, cloud, data analytics. I mean, there's just a bunch to be really excited about. Mm -hmm. In the remaining moments, um, what is the conference and the, the theme for this year? What all of that summarized together, what does it mean to you really uh, in sharing final thoughts or lessons learned? What does it mean to you? You said the conference and the theme of the conference, the evolution of IT? Yes. yes. It, it, it just means that we got to constantly adapt to where IT is today. 
if you look at IT and really if you relate to the, the 40 years we, we've been around, it's evolved. I mean, you look at all the technology that's been introduced uh, from the Googles to the Yahoo's to the Surface, the iPhone, the iPod, you can go on and on and on. Throughout that, all those things were introduced in the 40 years we've been around. So the evolution of IT is really about being able to evolve, being able to adapt to the changing times. It's not just IT, it's just in life in general. So you marry those together, that's really what this conference is about, is how we look at how things evolve, but that applies to BDPA as well. If you look at what we're doing from a branding standpoint and how we're doing programming, that's us as well. We're evolving. We're adapting to the times. And we're saying not only do we, are we changing our logo, we're changing our message. We're changing our promise to, to our members and to our sponsors. And we're not only saying that here's our new logo, we're saying we're different. We're going to do things differently, but at the same time, we're going to keep the core of what we've been doing for 40 years. We're just going to evolve that, and we're going to expand that, and we're going to improve that, and we're going to actually touch more kids, and we're going to actually gain more sponsors, and we're going to be a stronger and better BDPA. Excellent. Sounds exciting. Thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time to interview with us today. Uh, thank you. And now we're going to take a word from our sponsors. BDPA is the premier organization for people of African-American descent in the information technology industry. BDPA exists to advance the careers of African-Americans in the IT industry from the classroom to the boardroom. You can find BDPA on group site, Twitter, Thank and you. Facebook. And we are back. Hey, this is Tim Butts, and I will be bringing a nice conversation with Sharnisha Williams, System Specialist, Macy's. And she's joining us tonight. How are you doing tonight, Sharnisha? Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm doing tremendous. Thank you so much for asking. I would love to share an introduction with the audience, and we'll dive into the interview and get better acquainted. Sharnisha Williams is systems analyst with Macy's. She has over 11 years' experience as an IT professional who specializes in application development. Throughout her career, she has functioned as a developer, tester, operations advocate, and development lead managing multiple projects. For the past few years, she has served as Vice President of Marketing and Public Relations for BDPA's Atlanta chapter. She has worked to ensure the BDPA brand in the greater Atlanta area, and her chapter has a strong presence on a number of social media platforms. She decided to offer her skill set to the national organization as it implements its new branding initiative and efforts. Sharmisha is running for election as the BDPA South Region Director. Our iRadio show audience would love to learn about her success as an officer of one of the most active local chapters in the nation and want to hear about the vision for growth and development of BDPA South Region, of which I'm a member in Houston. So that said, welcome and let's dive in. Thanks. So, Sharmisha. Yes, absolutely. Sharmisha, how did you first find out about BDPA and what has kept you engaged? Well, I first heard about BDPA through a coworker and a very good friend of mine, Felicia Jones. Um, she's the current v, um, director of the South Region. 
And at that time, she was the VP of member management. And one day she approached me and was telling me about um, the HSCC program that was offered through the Atlanta chapter. And she asked me, hey, come out, you know, and see what these kids are doing. I know you would really love it. Come out and see them. And I said, sure, I love to see what kids are doing, especially coding and development. And so I went to one of their meetings, and I instantly fell in love. At that time, Wes Williams was over the HSCC program of the Atlanta chapter. So I started volunteering on the weekends, and within two to three weeks, I was actually um, an instructor. So I started okay. to teach the kids <laughs> how okay. to um, build websites, and I loved it. And over the years, um, it's just been amazing. Um, I taught. I was on the leadership board. I got involved with national. So the constant networking of, with people and gaining new skills and insights has really kept me involved with BDPA. I totally enjoy it, and I couldn't ask for a better organization to be connected with. That's wonderful. The energy that you're sharing with us is just tremendous. It's so genuine. I'm just curious. You talked about a great chronology that you had in the Atlanta organization, and I'm just curious. About what year was that that you got engaged with the BDPA? I think that was around about 2005, 2006. The years okay. sort of run together for me. <laughs> um, I it's just that I, I got involved and I went headstrong, and I've just been active ever since I got connected within the HSCC program. So the years have been fabulous, but they run together. So I think it is about 2005, 2006. Okay. Well, given that response, it seems to me that in terms of your service to BDPA, a lot of accomplishments will be happening because I tend to find that when you're really enjoying your work, time flies. And it comes off as, oh, the years all just kind of ran into each other. So that said, share with us some of the accomplishments with BDPA that you're most proud of. Um, there are so many things that I'm proud of at a local chapter and a national chapter. And it wasn't just me. You know, it's, it was a team. Um, when I started to get really involved, I was under Wes Williams, which was a BDPA life story. You know, he started off as a, a, a troubled teen who got involved with HSCC that propelled himself and went to college and got a degree and started leading the, organiza leading the program that really um, got him started. So, I'm I'm proud of being a part of the HSCC program and why I was teaching and teaching under that program. Um, we actually went to national and won every year I was involved. Um, we won, we placed. And the year that I became um, VP of um, public relations and marketing, uh, we actually took home first place, and it was just such a proud moment to see those kids that came every Saturday, you know, get this grand prize, and we got a perfect score. So it was just amazing. And that's just one aspect. But the other aspect is the programs that we initiated within the Atlanta chapter under the leadership of Felicia Jones, um, we totally rebranded Atlanta. And that's how we got out on all of the social media um, 
websites and we rebranded our website. We put in place um, new programs and services like the Professional Development Boot Camp where we had people come in and go through this rigorous interview process and how to run a meeting and how to look yourself up on social media and see what's out there about you and how to craft your LinkedIn profile um, to make yourself more marketable. We've done we've done things like the IT, the Minority IT Executive Forum, which was like the first ever heard where we gathered together the minority um, leaders, CIOs or um, entrepreneurs, people who own businesses, got them together on a panel that they can people can ask them questions about how did they get to where they are. So there, there's just so much. But those are two things that I'm definitely proud of. That's tremendous. What are your key responsibilities as a systems specialist with Macy's, and how do you balance the work between work at Macy's and BDPA? <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> um, my job at my career at Macy's, I've been there for 15 years, and I came in as uh, as a trainee. And I've worked myself all the way up to a system specialist, um, which right now I work in the capacity of a solution architect. So essentially, I see what Macy's as a whole at, for the business, what they need to keep the leading edge as the America's leading department store. You know, I, I help craft solutions that will make them run more efficiently technology-wise. I, I help the business sell more shirts, <laughs> sell more retail products. And I'm proud of all the work that I've done, the teams that I have worked for. Um, right now I'm working in the space on our logistics um, business unit, and it's a brand-new experience, and it's just exciting today as it was when I first walked into the door. Excellent, excellent. I'm sure that if we are getting just a fragment of the energy <laughs> excitement, and willingness to share on this radio show, then I would imagine that the people in Atlanta, the HSCC, and anyone else you come in touch with there really are excited about things you're sharing and the energy you bring to what you do. That said, tell us about the vision you have for growth and development in the BDPA South region. Well, my vision is this. We're one brand, one message. BDPA, even though it's the South region, it's part of a, a larger whole organization and organism. My my job, as well as the vice president, is to bridge that communication between the national level as to the local chapters. It takes a lot of work and dedication to run a chapter. Speaking from someone who actually been on a board, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into making an organization run, and not only just function and run, but run successfully, where you develop programs that will incite your your members and get them to come out and be a part of the organization, because BDPA has a lot to offer. So we want to help those chapters that are in operation reach their community, reach their members. And we're we're one. So if Atlanta is doing something amazing, why not share that with the other thirteen, you know, chapters that's out there? Hey, Atlanta has this great program. 
you can implement this program too, and this is how you can do it. We've, I envision us continuing with our South Region Conference where we get together the, the presidents of all the chapters in the South. We get together and we talk about their pain points, their issues, what can be done, what other chapters have done in the past, and, hey, let's get together and solve this issue because we're one brand and one message. That's tremendous. When would you anticipate that next South Region event to happen? Well, we had one um, earlier this year, so um, it will be, hopefully it's every year, um, at least okay. once a year. It would be great if it was twice a year. But okay. outside of the conference, um, it still be constant communication through conference calls, emails, you know, constant communication is key for us all to continue to move forward and to implement this new exciting brand that's going to be revealed at the at the national conference. True. So I'll speak personally. As a person who's building their second chapter of BDPA, built, I was one of the founders of South Minnesota, and now I'm here rebooting Houston, excited about the opportunity and the promise of a rebranding. And um, it kind of puts me in an abeyance-type situation where I'm kind of like hanging on every word you're saying because some of the triggers that we're waiting to pull in Houston really are tied to what the future projects and future presentation will be as of the uh, conference. You, you follow me? Absolutely. And so the new brand... So, so one of the things we're saying here is, Right now, the drum roll is happening, and the drum roll will stop, the curtain will open, and the new pieces will come into play, and the spotlight will be back back on the middle of the stage. And we're really looking forward to it. So just as one of the chapter presidents of the South Region, we're hearing the drum roll, we're excited, and uh, we're really looking forward to the next phase. I am too. There we go. Now... That said, with the various things going on, the lots of change going on, what two lessons would you like to share with the BDPAI radio audience this evening? Well, I thought about this, and the things that the two things I want to um, mention as lessons is you can't do everything. Um, when I was a part of the leadership. Um, leadership board of Atlanta BDPA, we had awesome ideas. We were, between me and Felicia Jones and Jacqueline Sanders, we came up with amazing ideas, and we wanted to implement everything. But you only have so many hours in the day, and you only have so many volunteers. So you have to learn how to, <laughs> you have to learn how to prioritize what's going to be the yeah. biggest bang for your buck. What's going to be that thing that excites your members? that's going to get people going and wanting to come out and spend time in their effort in an organization. So you have yes. to learn how to prioritize and push the things that's going to make the impact out front and get that going. So that's one lesson I've learned um, while okay. I was um, on a leadership board. And the next thing is it's the 80-20 rule. It's better to be a part of the 20%. It's 20% of the people in the organization that do 80% of the work. 
and when you're a part of that 20%, you gain so much leadership skills. You gain so much knowledge, and you make con- connections through the various activities and people that you come in contact with that expand you, expound you. You don't know what kind of um, opportunities come out of your connection and your work. Um, so it's always better to be a part of that 20%. It's, it's, that 80% that come, and we love the 80%, and learn and, and grow, but that 20% is an extra boost. They they grow and they mature, and it helps you out tremendously in your professional career, career or your business. How do the 20%ers know that they're not 80%ers? Oh, easy. You're actually a part of something. You're actually getting involved. You're if you if you don't want a leadership role, that is fine. But if you're out there, let's say participating in the HSCC program, you're coming to the conferences and you're being a part of the nucleus of what BPA is. If you don't want to be a VP, you can be on the board that you actually love to do. You may want to, hey, I'm I'm a graphic designer. I love graphical work. But I don't want to be VP of marketing and public relations. But I can lend my skills to help out design some things. That's how you know you're part of the 20%. If you just come to meetings, you will get something out of the meetings because every meeting has a purpose, a focus, and an objective. But if you just take notes and you leave the meeting, but you don't participate in any of the networking events and you don't participate in organizing and gravitating anything within BDPA, then you're a t- you're an 80 percenter. But we love 80 percenters. As long as we can get them fired up and pull them into the to the 20 percent, always leading. Exactly. Yes. If we continue to pull some of the eight, I mean, the, some of the 80 percent over to the 20 percent, then hey, we may have a 40 percenters. There we go. I love it. Our remaining minute, I'd love to know if you'd be kind enough to share one final thought for the BDPA iRadio audience so they can take and hang their hat on and say, that was a great nugget of wisdom, and I'm going to always remember that. Let's see. Um, Lay it on. Let's see. I would just say be be bold, be passionate. Yeah. You know, leadership is more than, you know, you don't have to be a manager or entrepreneur to be a leader. You could be a leader if you're in college. You can be a leader if you're just a part of the HSCC program. You can be a leader if you're just a developer or a tester. Leadership has nothing to do with managing other people, but it's the ability of getting people going under your vision. I have a vision to create something, let's say um, develop a solution. Well, I developed the solution, but you need people to work towards it, to give you 110% to make that vision come to life. So being a leader is getting those people on board, motivating those people when they seem like, I don't know what to do, I'm, 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 I'm done. Just getting them motivated and moving in the right direction. A leader is first and foremost a servant. I serve my people. And 
I serve them and what they need. If they need roadblocks moved, I move the roadblocks. <laughs> if they need some extra training or they need, you know, an encouraging word, that's what I do. So just know that you can be a leader wherever you are in your phase of your career or in college or in high school. It doesn't matter where you are in the path of life or in your career. You can be a leader. Great, great message. I asked for a solid nugget, and you gave me a powerful one. Thank you. Very profound. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yes, indeed. Our BDPI radio audience is very appreciative of you being here with us this evening. And uh, we now will take a word from our sponsor as we thank you for this great interview and sharing so much with us. Great. It was great being on. Great. Great having you. Education and Technology Foundation, a nonprofit organization that exists for the sole purpose of funding BDPA programs, scholarships, and services around the nation. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash BDPA Foundation, or Twitter, www.twitter.com forward slash BDPA. Welcome back. It's Jayla here. And we have Bridget Baggett on the line for our final interview today. Bridget? Hello. Good evening. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'd like to take a moment to read for your bio with the audience. Bridget Baggett is the VP Member Services with BDPA Charlotte Chapter. In that role, she is responsible for professional development, community outreach, career development, and communications. Bridget will also be a presenter at the 37th Annual BDPA Technology Conference held August 19th through the 22nd, 2015 in Washington, D.C. Her workshop is entitled, How Technology Has Changed the Way We Recruit and Retain IT Professionals. The objectives of her workshop is to show the audience ways to leverage technology in the recruiting process as well as ways to gain a competitive advantage in the recruiting process. So with that introduction, Bridget, can you share with us some insight into what we can expect from your conference workshop? Yes, um, what you can actually expect from the workshop. Um, as you as you stated, how technology has changed the way we recruit. If anyone if anyone has the task of recruiting um, any type of technical positions, they pre are familiar with the challenges that they face on a day to day basis, as um, far as maybe reviewing and evaluating hundreds of resumes. I mean, many recruiters or um, managers that responsible for recruiting for their team. They find they spend too much time with administrative tasks. So what this workshop is going to do is going to expose the technologies that are available. They're going to expose um, how they change the way we recruit individuals. But in the same breath, they're also going to um, reveal how they also have become a crutch. You know, so it's going to uncover the technical recruiting process, how it's broken, you know, how our reliance on various recruiting platforms has qualified bad candidates, 
and disqualified good candidates, you know, and is leaving many exceptional IT professionals to fall between the recruiting tracks. So we're going to learn how to leverage the technology and have a better approach to recruiting and retention. Hmm, that sounds interesting. What made you decide to become a presenter during the conference in August? Well, what made me decide to become a presenter is that when um, I saw there was a need of presenters and I and I saw that IT in general um, is where, you know, is hot now, you know, and everyone wants to be in a hot industry. And, and I find myself um, in, in recruiting and professional development, um, many people that are trying to transition into this particular space um, and not knowing, you know, what it involved, you know, they just know that, hey, you know, computer science, IT, you know, is a guaranteed position, you know, and they really don't know the work and, and the background or the experience that may be needed to even market themselves to employers. So I found that this would be a great platform to get my message out not only to candidates but also to employers on um, looking for IT professionals and also give insight into the industry during an excellent technology conference as well. And as your role as the VP of Member Services with the BDPA Charlotte chapter, how did you first find out about BDPA to begin with and what's really kept you involved? Well, I first found out about the BDPA when I um, relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2007, and I actually started a career in healthcare informatics. So this was before I even got into HR or into um, recruiting. Um, and as I decided to return back to school, I was looking for organizations in which I could network professionally and connect with other people that were in my industry. And I actually uncovered the organization on a meetup, you know, meetup.com, and from there, I attended my first meeting. And what kept me in the organizations, I saw the opportunities not only to engage with professionals, but I also saw that the people and the members that I, were, I was working with were really engaged in my success, you know, that they were involved and really invested, you know, in my professional development. And I really did admire that. And it's great to be surrounded around people that, you know, really want you to succeed. In terms of your service, what accomplishment are you the most proud of with uh, participating in BDPA? The accomplishments I I admire, first of all, this will be my first uh, conference I attended on a national level, you know, for it being the 40th anniversary of the BDPA. This will be my first um, conference and my first time actually speaking as a presenter. So that to me is an oh, wow. accomplishment. Yeah, so I'm happy about that. But also, working with a lot of the members and non-members, so working with the community to help them pursue and accomplish their overall career goals. That means attending any type of conferences. Um, I attended the NCIIT conference that was held in um, Buckhead Island, South Carolina, and was able to network with some very intelligent individuals, and they were able to give me available resources to help lift, uh, uplift our members on a professional and per, uh, personal level. So being able to be a resource to the members is something that I, I'm really proud of. What are you looking forward to? I know that you said that this will be your first year at the national conference level. What are you looking forward to in attending the conference in August? 
Well, I'm, I'm looking to gain um, insight on, you know, the different trends that are out there. I'm looking to network with different employers and, and again, other members, not only on a national but regional level as myself. You know, and I'm also looking to just gain relationships and be able to connect with others to make sure that, you know, you know, we can work as a, a entire organization to uplift the BDPA. So I'm looking to be able to make some contacts so we can collaborate, you know, and just to piggyback off the other um, interviewees um, that said that, we, you know, being able to collaborate with other chapters and being able to figure out ways that we can implement different programs, you know, to to enrich our members as a whole. In terms of your responsibilities as the Vice President of BDPA Charlotte, what have you found to be some of your most challenge some of the, the challenges that you've had to work towards um, overcoming or that you're still working on uh, overcoming uh, in the future? Well, I guess the challenges with any organization. Um, is it different, you know, desires, you know, you, you may clash in that respect, you know, so it may be a challenge getting motivating the members. Um, um, it also may be a challenge with collaboration on different things as well. So those are things that can, you know, we can overcome once we can have a, a big picture of what where we want to go um, as an organization. And take steps to get there and be able to some way brainstorm on that. So those are some of the challenges that, you know, I could see or have um, faced in the past. Now, back to your workshop, how technology has changed the way we recruit and retain IT professionals. What is the, I guess, what is the difference now uh, with the technology aspect, where is really the, the digital divide that we are in now that um, people should be aware of? Well, if, if you know, if you've been current out in the job market um, and if you've been blessed enough to not have to look for a job and you've been gainfully employed in the past five or ten years, you may not be aware of the different trends that are out there. But if you may have had the misfortune to have to change jobs or, you know, you got hit with the, the you know, when the company's downsized and laid off, you may have seen that, you know, there's a lot of changes that have taken place. And one of them is the technology that we have with um, parsing software that's out there, that, and it goes back to being able to market yourself on and off the resume. And I see that we, we that's something that candidates, depending on, you know, if they've been in the workforce long enough, if they know how to do. Um, so you see a lot of that, that they're very dependent on having these buzzwords, but once they get in the interview, they aren't able to articulate, you know, what they put on their resume. You know, or vice versa, they're not using, you know, some of these, these the languages that these employers are requesting, and they're falling between the cracks. And that's why this workshop is to show that, you know, you, this person can have the buzzwords and end up being a bad candidate, whether, you know, you interview them or not, versus a good candidate that may not have been able to meet that technology's expectations and get overlooked. So that's the challenge that we're facing 
you know, since we're driving this industry and it's, you know, it's growing so fast, we have an abundance trying to get into the industry and you're competing with people that are already there. So that's something that um, I'm starting to see as well, and I'm starting to see that this is overwhelming a lot of the employers. So what two lessons would you like to share with the audience? Well, two lessons I would like to share. Well, I could tell you in the words of uh, Janice Bryant, never compromise who you are personally to become who you wish to be professionally. And for those that are pursuing an IT career, don't hope to be successful, expect to be. So this goes for anyone, and also DDPA um, as a whole, as you move forward and we have this evolution of IT, you know, we need to look at how we're going to approach change. We have to look at where we're going to fit in in this change. And make sure that you're not jeopardizing the core of the BDPA to fit in with the evolution of change. Right. Now, the first one, Janice Bryant, why did that quote stand out to you? Well, she's in the same line of business as me. She's the founder of ACT1 Group, which is the largest um, employment agency in the United States owned by a minority woman. And I really do admire her, and I think that she definitely has some values that many organizations should implement. And I think that was also due to her success as well, being able to follow those. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So in the remaining minute, uh, would you like to share a final thought for the BDPAI radio audience? Well, our final thought for the BDPA, well, I was listening to the last um, interviews, and I, I really didn't like what everyone had to say, especially being able to prepare for the future of the BDPA. And I also think that it's crucial that um, – we not only get the members involved, but as we recruit, we make sure we allow people to know what's available in the IT industry and let people also know that entrepreneurship is an option as well. And I really didn't like what Mike said, you know, making sure that members have the resources to market themselves. But in addition to that, make sure we're also presenting them an option to work for themselves. Excellent. Great information. Bridget, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure to interview you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And now a word from our sponsors. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So please, from August 18th to 22nd, you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, please visit www.bdpa.org. 
welcome back. The conference ad is a great reminder for all of us BDPA members to register now and set up your arrangements to be in DC. Go to www.bdpa.org for all the details about getting to the conference, participating, and getting as much out of it as is being put into it. Tonight, we were blessed with inspiring and informative interviews. I want to give special thanks to our Tuesday, July 28, 2015 guest, Mike Williams, Vice President, National BDPA, Charmisha Williams, Systems Specialist, Macy's, and Bridget Baggett, Vice President, BDPA, Charlotte. We thoroughly have enjoyed getting to know you better, finding out more about your aspirations, your ideas, and your energy, and I'm so glad you shared that with us all tonight. Also, as always, I want to send a warm thank you to my fellow co-hosts, Jayla Cruz, Wayne Hicks, Ron Story, I am Tim Butts, and I also thank our studio engineer, the ever-popular Everaldo Gallimore, and of course, mighty, mighty Fran McNeil, and always a special, special salute and appreciation to Wayne Hicks and the other hat that he wears, Executive Director of BDPA Education and Technology Foundation. Listening audience, thank you for listening in tonight. I am Tim Butts, and I'm inviting you to listen in on the second and the fourth Tuesday of every month, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, and our next show airs Tuesday, August 11, 2015. Join us at www.blogtalkradio.com, BDPA. If you even want to go out and listen to older episodes, it's out there. That's why the Blog Talk Radio and that way you can listen to us anytime you want to. Thank you all so much. Have a great night. BDPA, signing off. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil. Sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation and the Executive Director, Wayne Hicks. Produced by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. BDPA iRadio broadcasts the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA.